Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over a decade. And each week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Longest streak in the history of broadcasting of not missing a week. <laughs> yep. Um, so we're basically like a Prairie Home Companion. Yeah. Uh, that we're, you know, competing for longest unmissed week streak. Yeah. We're and we have shitty music. Companion. Yeah. <laughs> do you like I this think... Prairie Home Companion? So here's my, here's my beef with them. Uh, Prairie Home Companion and the music or musicians union, bless their heart, have a deal so that they can't record the broadcast and play it like in podcast format. So the only way I could access it to tell you if I liked it is if I listened to it on the radio. So therefore, I don't listen and can't tell you much about it. I mean, I've certainly heard it, but I haven't like listened to it regularly because I can't rely on the radio. Isn't it like an old timey radio show? Yeah. The, you know what was really good was the Prairie Home Companion movie, and the soundtrack was phenomenal. Phenomenal music on that. I'm not even joking. The end. So what what, what happened to you this week? What should we know? Did you, go, did you go to the hospital? No, none of that. Um, I did drive down to San Diego. Um, oh, that's right. So there was a conference that I go to every year, and it kind of changes cities from year to year. So this year it was in San Diego, which, if people aren't familiar with uh, California's geography, uh, I live in Northern California. Joe lives in Southern California. But even more Southern than Joey is San Diego. So uh, normally I would uh, rent a, I'm sorry, I would fly uh, because it's a long enough um, distance that we would fly there. I go to San Diego usually every summer and I fly there. And um, this summer, however, we have these like, books that we want to give away it's a long story and i don't want to bore you but uh i'm going to anyway the uh books are so heavy to ship to all these conferences and stuff so we've never really brought them because it we don't want to pay to give them away you get me yeah so in my office i have so many of them and uh since san diego is kind of close enough it's a seven hour car ride I decided instead of flying, I would rent a car. It would cost a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but I would have the freedom of the car. It would take a little bit more of my time, obviously, seven hours versus like an hour, little over an hour flight. Um, But I wouldn't have to pay for taxis to get from the airport around and stuff. So I decided instead I would just rent a car and pack it full of these books and drive them down. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had the plan all set in place and then joey you and i only talk when we record so we didn't record the one week where i could tell you about it mm-hmm. uh because well we started to record but then you uh were frantic about your about manny passing away he was about to pass away but yes go ahead and so we stopped recording and then i went in the hospital and Oh, no, that was before. I don't know. But anyway, there was just this time where we didn't talk much because we weren't recording. Mm-hmm. So now uh, I told you last week and I was going to basically be driving through L.A. the very next day. Mm-hmm. Now, anyone who listens to the show thinks I might be setting up so then we didn't see each other. But we actually did meet up in Chinatown. We met up in Chinatown. I tried to pick a place that was convenient enough for you. Like I could have picked a better, cooler place, but then it would have taken you way off the five freeway. Right, so you knew kind of where I was coming from and going to. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, and we went to a Korean fusion place. Well, you, so we went to Chinatown for Korean food. Well, I just picked Chinatown. There's, but that's the thing. I picked Chinatown, too, because there were so many different kinds of food there. There was a, there's a, 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 a French dip place, Philippe's, you know. Oh, you know what? I grew up going to Philippe's. We should have gone there. We should have. There was I'm, there's a New what Orleans would they place. Serve a ve- huh? What would they serve a vegetarian at Philippe's, do you think? Just bread. Yeah. There's a New Orleans <laughs> Two place. Two scoops of potato salad. Yeah. <laughs> there's a New Orleans place. It's pretty good. That, God, it would have been perfect. There's this great pad thai place that had just closed like two days before because it got folded into a larger restaurant. Uh, there was this burger place. I was like, whatever about. And so Mike gets there and I go like, here are options. And then one of them, is, I like it a lot, this Korean fusion rice bowl place. And Mike goes, let's yeah. go with that. 
And I go, okay. I'm not a huge Korean food fan. As we learned. However, you have to admit that looking at the pictures on the menu, looking at the description, it doesn't sound very Korean. Like there's not, it wasn't like I ordered food that had kimchi in it or, I don't know, it it was a vegetarian bowl. I don't know, it just didn't sound Korean. So I was like, yeah, I could do this. I think this will be good. Joey, it was awful. (laughs) (laughs) It really wasn't good. I ate, there was a fried egg on it, so I ate the egg. Mm-hmm. It was just like really. I just don't like the spice. Yeah. Well, like, you don't like I Korean could, food, but then you should have told me I don't like Korean food. We could have picked. There were a million. I mean, you're right. There's a million Chinese places around that we could have yeah. gone to. And I'm not. You'll notice I'm not saying like, damn it, Joe brought me no, no. Korean food. I, I know don't you, like you Korean weren't food. like that at all. It, I when I saw the menu, I could have when I saw the food been like, you know what, this looks like something I would enjoy. Let's try something else. Yeah. But when I looked at it, it looked good, and it didn't look really Koreany. And also, you said that you liked it a lot. So I was like, well, I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. He ate three bites, and he was like, okay, I'm done. And I was like, what? <laughs> Which, but, we, but we have to talk, Mike, we, we have a lot to talk about this with, actually. First of all, we show up. There's not that big of a line. <laughs> yeah. Mike got, We're, I think, I don't know what Mike's world is like, but Mike got a really big hint of what my world is constantly like. <laughs> Like just falling apart around you. Yes, we show up. the per- The woman's like this little chola, and she's uh-huh. like, "I don't know what happened. The the receipt thing is broken." B- by the way, everything was broken at this Chego. The soda fountain was broken. We went to go to this place called Chego. Mm-hmm. the The soda fountain was broken. The- but I didn't really even understand the. Okay, so this. Receipt machine isn't spitting out receipts, okay, MBD. But she was like, does anyone have cash? I could do that. Well, this guy from the kitchen comes out to fix it. So they get they go with cash, no problem. So we finally wait. This guy from the back kitchen, in my head I was like, he's either incredibly normal or he's in, he's like serial killer weird. Mm-hmm. Like there, he was like really walking some weird fine line. Yeah. And he's trying to get the machine open. And he's like, ugh. And he reaches in his pocket and pulls out, not like a Swiss Army knife, but like a, a crocodile dundee. Yeah, like a jaded, like serrated hunting knife where you could slit something's throat open. And he's trying to prop open the machine. So that made it official. He's nuts. And uh, finally, they get they unhook the machine and walk away. And we're like, is this going to be a while? Should we go somewhere else? Whatever. And the lady finally runs the credit card. Joey, she didn't even give you a receipt. No. Why were, they could have charged why were, me $200. But why were we standing there for 40 minutes for them oh, to yeah. fix the machine when they didn't even give you a fucking receipt? Mike, do you think that this woman knows how to prioritize anything? Did you see her? She's like, I don't know. It's stupid how dumb. I don't have cash. I don't know. Right? Yeah. And also, uh, we should point out, we're st- it's h- kind of hot. It's a small location. Mm-hmm. People have to, like, run in and out to get the food, to go to the silverware, whatever. But they have to, like, basically rub up against your body to, like, yeah. get across the restaurant. And while they're doing it, there's this hot guy that keeps walking by. Mm-hmm. And Joe acts like it was an accident. No, it was an accident. <laughs> His hand made a perfect cup and cupped the guy's butt. Mike, I look, I'm a magician, so I'm constantly just palming coins and whatnot. And so my hand was just hanging there, and I'll, it just happened to be in a cup position. And he walked by, and I just, I go, there's a fucking ass right perfectly in my the cup of my hand. And but you it was could a te- good one. It was, a, it was a nice ass. But, yeah. I'm a, but you could tell he was like, this fucking fat faggot just grabbed my ass. <laughs> And then what's funnier than we so we, Mike eats three bites of his food and goes yeah. like no thank you right and he was gonna throw it away I took it by the way but, I might as well just, but, I, no. did I say no thank you I I think I deserve more credit than that but the point is you're gonna throw it away okay and so then I go I'll take it I'll take it Mike I should just throw it away I show up to that office after I see you and yeah. I put it in the refrigerator you left it there. Well, they, someone said, like, do you want to go get coffee? So I went and got coffee with them. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm going to go home now. And then I, and then the next I'm all, I'll just eat it for lunch the next day. Right? Okay. Then they tell me, oh, before you leave, there's a big office party off-site. We want you to come. So I wasn't even in the office the next day. And it stayed there for the weekend. 
Yeah. And and I haven't been. I actually, I actually have not been back to the office. That bowl could still be there. Ew. I'm gonna find ew. out tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow. Anyway, here's the point. So then we finish. We finish a chego. Chego. We'll just call it that, right? Finishing. We go to this ice cream place, which I think I've talked about this ice cream place on the show before. And they have, like, weird ice cream flavors, right? Mike, how gay was the guy working <laughs> Well, what's funny is, okay, we walk up, and it was, like, a dead – it was dead inside. It was just yeah. the guy who works there. And when we walk up, and I'm opening the door, I knew he was gay then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, before we said a word to him, he just kind of, like, looked at us like he he was – it was just a knowing thing. I'm not ma- passing any judgment. I'm just saying that I would have assumed he was gay before I even talked to him. Yeah. And I think I've told this story on the show, but just I'll do a very, very short version in case I haven't. Within the past year, I went there with John Paul, and this guy was working. And this guy is so flamboyantly – well, so flamboyant, we'll say. That's not saying he's gay. But you would one would think he is a homosexual. That I made some sort of passing comment like, hey, we're all family here kind of thing, right? And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have a date with a girl after this. <laughs> and I was like, Jean-Paul and I just like, we're like, what? Did he really say that exactly? Mm-hmm. He said he had a date with a girl after work. He was like, I'm leaving here. I'm going to go on a hot date with a hot chick. But I mean, to to say, I don't know what you're talking about by saying I'm gay, you're... And then I made some sort of like grinder saying, joke or something like that he said not, he, he, he said like as if he literally did not know what I was talking about. Not like he didn't <laughs> understand what he was like... I don't know what a grinder is. I'm I'm straight. And I was like uh, uh, But that's that's stupid because if you don't know what a grinder is and then follow it up with saying I'm straight. Well, I don't know. You're it, saying you know what it is. I, I don't know exactly what it was, but he denied being gay. And I we were like John Paul and I were just like floored. And he was sort of like huffy about it. Like, why do you think I'm gay? And I was just like uh, God, so stupid. So dumb. <laughs> now goodbye i gotta listen to my Katy perry album <laughs> so yeah so that was then mike goes then mike you could tell mike just wanted to go he was like all right well i gotta go i gotta be in san diego so i can go sit in a room with people and tweet <laughs> I was like, well oh. i really did have an event um and i had just been on the road for five hours and had to do two more but i mean we had a good time i we had thought. a great time but then mike yeah. also but mike yeah, also did this thing too where he was like he goes I go, oh, so I'm just making, I, we're just walking back to the car. I'm just making chit-chat. And I say, oh, so when, how long are you in San Diego for? Oh, till Monday, but I'm driving back with a friend. And I was like, okay. No, the, shut up. Well, what's weird is um, I also met up with Julianne Lanus, who we talked about on the last episode a little bit. Yeah. And she was also, she said when we were um, hanging out, she was like, you know, if you want to stop on your way up. And I was like, oh, I'm driving back with a coworker. Uh, but as it turns out, I didn't. But I'll tell you guys that story next. What's up with you, Joey? Oh, uh, Mike Lawson, you remember like a couple of weeks ago, I texted you that I was in this weird line for Game of Thrones? Yeah. Okay. So I was just reading the news one day, and I just see on LAist, they're like, oh, uh, surprise a free concert by orchestra for Game of Thrones put on by HBO. But you have to, like, okay. apply here for tickets, and only the first 3,000 people are going to get them. So I applied for the tickets, and I do know that they sold out because friends of mine, when they heard, tried to get tickets, and it was like, no, there's no more tickets, right? So I'm like, okay, well, this must be some fantastic thing. And I was thinking it was going to be on that following Monday. I was thinking it was going to be, like, Monday night, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mike, then I look at the thing. It's Monday at noon. Oh, it was like noon Monday, and they were like, "And you have to be there by like ten a.m." This, this this ticket doesn't guarantee entrance or something like that, right? And I was like, "Oh, it's like a pain in the ass, right?" So I show up at like ten a.m. for this thing. It's so they have us in like the the blazing hot sun, right? And you have to walk through metal detectors, and there's all these people there. First of all, I was thinking like, who are all these people that can just go somewhere on a Monday at noon? Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. But it's, it's L.A., though, right? So then, so then, after you go through the metal detectors, after you go through security, after you do all that and show your ticket and do all that, 
Then you go through this passage, one part, and there's a guy giving out the Game of Thrones t-shirts, right? So there's now that the line backs up a little bit, because he's, he's asking each person, he goes, yes, what size? And the person will say, small. And the person will say, medium, right? Mm-hmm. Mike, I walk up, he goes, okay, double X, and just hands me the shirt. He doesn't even ask me. <laughs> what if you didn't want it for you? Yeah, I didn't want it for me. I wasn't going to wear this ugly t-shirt. I was giving it to a friend, of the, one of the, a person at the office I work at, so... Look, she got a double extra. I'm not like you can sleep in it. It was the it was the stupidest shirt, right? Yeah. It just said on the back, music is coming, and then it had all the dates for Game of Thrones, which I love so much. I don't know how this happened. I texted this to Boo Hacker. I think you were on it. It had all these great American cities like New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Seattle, Buffalo. <laughs> like Buffalo. Which by the way, so so what HBO was promoting okay, was they're going to do a big Game of Thrones extravaganza of the music, mm-hmm. okay? And they're going to have the guy who composed the music, and they had the um, what it's going to look like inside, and I will say, it looks really fucking rad. It's like a huge, huge set, mm-hmm. and like it has like a Game of Thrones sort of feel to it, and they're going to have a whole choir and a giant orchestra, and it looks fucking badass right okay then they go tickets go on sale saturday i'm kind of jumping ahead here because i went just out of curiosity i have no desire to go to this right i'm like part of me before I even knew the ticket prices i was like who would want to go to a concert of game of thrones music okay right so anyway mike lawson i went on the ticket master thing the other day these tickets are so fucking expensive really mike Five hundred dollars for some of the tickets. What? The cheapest ticket is like ninety dollars. No way. To go see fucking that's that like that's the shitty seat that's behind the stage. You can't see anything. It's like ninety dollars. I was like, that's crazy. And it's in it's in it's in, the, it's in an arena. They're not gonna sell this out at all. The tickets went on yeah. sale Saturday. The whole thing was like every seat was available. I was like, who who would pay this money to go see someone listen to Game of Thrones? I think people will do it, but I don't know that if it's also really expensive. But Mike, I'm going to the Hollywood Bowl, right, to see John Williams conduct mm-hmm. the L.A. Sim- Philharmonic playing his music, which is some of the greatest movie themes known to man. Mm-hmm. And I think my ticket was like forty bucks. Yeah, I think that's skewed a little bit. Imagine, I feel like. Um, like in a theater, uh, like a touring uh, show, you, like the cheap seats would be like sixty. So, may, you know what I mean? Like I'd see maybe that price point being. I could see, even see maybe because the four hundred fifty dollar or the five hundred dollar ticket is like a really good seat, like right there in the stage, like in the stage, basically, right? I could see mm-hmm. that being like a hundred and fifty, maybe two hundred, maybe two hundred, yeah. But like five hundred dollars, I guess there's some really serious Game of Thrones fans. Maybe that's. But I could see if the actors were there acting shit out. (laughs) But no, it's just the guy playing the fucking music. And really, honestly, besides dun 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 dun, how much of Game of Thrones music are you really knowing? Right, you're not recognizing much of it. Yeah, you go to John Williams, like, oh, look, it's a dun 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 oh, Indiana Jones, and it's like, dun 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 dun. Let's, let's do John Williams' name that tune. Dun 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 Um, um, Superman. Yeah, there you go, and it's like. <laughs> Really? Star Wars. Okay. Like that's that's three songs right there, right? And I can like there's Jurassic Park. There's E.T. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Jaws. Like boom, boom, boom. I know that song. Forty, fifty, sixty dollars, right? This is out of control. So anyway, so now it's time for the show to start, right? They let have Mike. I'm ten people in from going into this thing. I'm not even joking. I'm ten people away. They stop the line, <laughs> and they're like, "You have to wait an hour now." They're gonna do hour long break shows. 
So that whole, once they were in, then they stopped and you went in. And it was so stupid. It was the biggest waste of my day. But I did get... Did you stay? Yeah, because they didn't tell you... Here's what happened. They didn't tell you it was an hour wait until half hour in because then the crowd started to revolt. And they were like, what's going on? Why aren't they letting us in? What's going on? And then finally someone said like, oh, well, they were doing every hour letting a group of people in. So you only have like 15 minutes left before we let you in. So I was like, well... I only have 15 more minutes left. I'm here. Yeah. Right. So then I go in and it was just the biggest bunch of fucking nerds, Mike. Me being one of them, by the way. I got in line and got... Do you watch Game of Thrones? No. Oh. I got in line and did all these like interactive shit, right? There was a huge line to sit in the the, the actual Iron Throne. But I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit in that. I'm going to sit in a line to go sit in this chair. <laughs> do that. Yeah. That's where you draw the line? That's where I draw the line. <laughs> right. I would have stood in line. I already stood in line. They should have chairs there waiting for them. There were no chairs. <laughs> Ironically, in Game of Thrones, no thrones. There was one throne. <laughs> and you have to put a line for it. <laughs> so, anyway, one of the kids from the show comes in, right? And then the orchestra plays the Game of Thrones theme. They're like, bye. I was there for like 45 minutes. I got in a fight with a nerd. The end. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds uh, boring, to be perfectly honest. I don't. I've tried to watch Game of Thrones on more than one occasion. I've gotten those first like three episodes. I've seen probably five times. I just can't. It just does doesn't. Steve like me. Game of Thrones. He does. He doesn't keep up with it. So he has read books and he's watched episodes, but he's not like current. Oh, he's actually read sense. the books. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I'm not into it. I want to go back to the previous story. What does Steve feel about your hatred of Korean food? He doesn't like that. (laughs) I think part of it is like, it's... No, I get what you mean. Here's the deal. I know people love this certain cuisine. I don't hate this cuisine. Maybe you, you hate, I think you hate Korean food more than I hate this cuisine. But I just cannot get into Indian food. I just can't. Yeah. I cannot get into it. I don't. I've tried. I'm open to it. To Indian food or Korean? Both. But I'm open to Korean food. I'm open to trying more of it. I just have had really bad experiences to date. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody was telling me recently that maybe uh, the kind of kimchi I tried isn't good. Um, Okay. Because there's there's like multiple kinds. I didn't know that. And so this is particularly kimchi you don't like. No, it's just the flavor kind of the profile. Flavor, yeah. yeah, of Korean. Food. That's how I feel about Indian food. It's just there's something about the flavor profile. I just it doesn't make me want to throw up. It doesn't. It's just like right. not my thing. Yeah, and uh, I, I I'm just okay with that. I hear you. So I can never it's date an same. Indian guy, basically. Well, uh, you can date. You can. You just don't don't need Indian. Do you watch this day. HBO show, The Night of? No. What is it? Oh, you've never seen The Night of. Um, no. Oh. The Night Of is a crime drama, but it's, it's, a, it's a limited series. So there's only eight episodes, that's it. And it's really, really, really good. But the lead actor in there, this, uh, he's Pakistani, I think. I am so in love. I think he's so hot. Mm. I can't remember his name. Something Pakistani. I'll check it out. I have HBO Go. Yeah, there's, not, there's six episodes out now. It's super, super good. Really, really good. I can't believe you didn't, you're not watching it. Did you watch this Stranger Things? I did, yeah. Did, did you? you? Oh, yeah. Did you like it? I liked it. I felt it was kind of unsatisfying, though. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't feel like it closed up shop good enough for me. Oh, interesting. Was... But I, enjo- I enjoyed the journey. You enjoyed the journey. Okay. Yeah. What else is going on with you, Mike Lawson? Well, Joey, so I hung out with Julie Lanus. Sure. Who apologized probably five or six times because she doesn't listen to Catching Up anymore. Mm, it's probably best that she doesn't. Um, it was a good time, though. Just we, um, oh, my God, I was late. So I put the address into GPS. I was driving up to see Julie. I told her what time I would arrive there. She was going to meet me at the restaurant. Perfect. So I'm, like, pulling into the place, looking around. I'm not seeing the place. We're meeting at a place called South of Nick's. Uh, in San Juan Capistrano. And uh, the shopping center where GPS led me has no south of Nixon. I'm looking So Julian Landis is like, I'll meet you halfway in San Juan Capistrano, which is clearly so much closer to her. No, she didn't say I'll meet you halfway. I said I'd come to her. 
um, there were there were there was an option. We actually had a party that night at the conference where they have these dancing with the stars people come in just two of the like professionals uh come in and do some i don't know so i was gonna offer to have her come down but i just felt like i should come see her she said she was telling me that i could have taken the train to but i kind of enjoyed being in the car because i don't drive anymore you know Mm -hmm. so um, don't you want to come down here dancing with the stars so the I don't uh, I don't mind driving to you dancing with the stars. So the address was wrong it turns out and I was in the wrong city. I was in the wrong city dancing with the stars. Julie said um oh the restaurant was like near Baskin Robbins or whatever so I had to get back in the car and f- I found the place in GPS and it turns out I was like 37 minutes away still. Um, and she's already at the restaurant. So the, by the time I finally got there, she was like two margaritas in and the hostess is like, oh, so she really was waiting for somebody like, oh, wow, (laughs) like pretty certain she got stood up. And I even, when the waitress came around, I made the joke, like she called me cause she got stood up. So I came to make her look better instead of her sitting here alone or something like that. Have you ever been stood up? Yeah. I have. Um, I have too. It's the worst. My, I think mine have been like, I've been sitting at a Starbucks though. It got stood up. Nothing. I've never been like at a restaurant waiting for somebody. Oh, I've been hardcore stood up. That's awful. It's awful. Luckily, then, then people always well, why do you hang out with Richard? I will say Richard did for real what you pretended to do. Oh, like showed up. Yeah. Just so you, oh, that's nice. Yeah. I've done that for my roommate before, kind of. Yeah. As well. Um, we uh, talked forever. We caught up on everything. It was really good. Everything's good in her world. And I don't know. It was re- just a really good catching up episode without recording and no Joe Batanz. But um, mm, I don't think it was that good. God, <laughs> I would pay money to not listen to an episode of you and Julian Lena's <laughs> catching up. Can I tell you, Joey, also how. S- oh. You know what happened is, so the girl that I would, oh, I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> Wait, before we record it, I want the record to show. <laughs> before we record it, I said, please tell me everything right now that you can't say about hanging out with Julianne Lanus. And you- oh, it's not about Julianne Lanus, oh. though. This is, so anyway, I was supposed to drive home with a coworker. It turned out that I didn't. I Seven hours in a car with one person is a long time, Okay. So when we were done with everything on Sunday, she offered, she was like, you know what? I could get a cheap flight. Why don't I, I could fly and then you can actually leave tonight. I, Cause she still had a meeting Sunday night. Mm-hmm. She's like, why don't you leave Sunday night? And then you could get home earlier. I'll fly home. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Bye. And then uh, I had a meeting and the meeting went a little bit long. So I started calculating. I was like, you know what? I won't be dr- getting home until like 2 o'clock. I'm already really tired. You know what? I'm going to go to sleep. And I'm going to leave first thing in the morning, which was the plan before. So she could have drove with me still. But I didn't tell her that because I was really looking forward to just being in the car. Meanwhile, alone. she's telling her friends, like, ugh, I paid for a flight. Just have to drive with this guy. <laughs> Maybe. So we whatever. Talking about we, Korean food the whole time. <laughs> Making me listen to this weird podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Julian Lanus was in the back seat. Boring so and dumb story. I drove home alone, but Joey, I'm stupid as fuck because I basically uh was driving through LA around eight AM. So <laughs> I once I got through LA traffic was fine, but like Oh and Monday. Oh awful. Stupid, right? That would have been perfect so, to call your pal Joe and be like, let's well, get coffee or breakfast. I left at 6 a.m., so it was just like, I don't know, early. I just wanted to like go through. I wasn't, you know, thinking of stopping. I just wanted to go. Yeah. So I did eventually get home. Everything's fine. Everything was fine. But now I just have to be quiet. I almost today I was in a meeting with that girl, that woman, and I almost she was like, how was your drive home? And I was like, yeah, it was fine, you know. And I almost said the thing about L.A. traffic that I just told you. And I kind of had to bite my tongue because she thought I left the night before. 
I so. had to go bite my tongue dancing with the stars. What's up with you? Do you have any other stories? I have some updates on uh, Manny. Okay. So, um, first of all, Sunday, I just called my mom. No, my mom called me. I remember I, my mom, I was on the phone with cousin. I have a cousin named Richard. He's a week younger than me and gay. And I was on the phone with him, and this is Sunday morning, and my mom calls, and I go, oh, that's weird, because I, I happen to be talking about my mom to Richard. So I answer the phone, and I go, oh, your ears must have been burning. And she goes, what? <laughs> and I go, yeah, your ears must have been burning. I don't know what you're talking about. Joey, it's at 3 p.m. And I go, what's, what's at 3 p.m.? Stop yelling at me, okay? Calm down. Meanwhile, I wasn't yelling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing not because of what your mom is saying, but because I think I've had this exact conversation with you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know I've worked in an office for like four hours today, Mike? <laughs> I'm goes, very stressed out. So she goes, it's at 3 p.m. And I go, what's at 3 p.m.? The meeting, Joey? The meeting? We're having a big meeting about Manny's funeral? And I go, well, I can't go. I'm, yeah. I have plans today. Uh, okay, fine, Joey. You know what? Fine. Okay. So cut to, I, um, I'm at my, I'm actually at my parents' house now. My, 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 I have an air conditioning unit. It's been hot here in LA, and of course, they, the first day of heat here in the summer, and the the unit didn't break down. But you, do you have ever? Do you have one of those little portable air conditioners? Mm-mm. It never gets that hot here. Oh, okay. Humble brag. So then they have like these like, like plastic exhaust tubes that shoot out all the hot air right that like fell apart disintegrated so i have a new piece coming tomorrow but i didn't want to be in the heat in my apartment so i'm at my parents house right i'm here right now and um so i get here and i'm having lunch with my parents and i'm like oh so what happened at this meeting oh um so at the meeting we decided you're the mc officially and i was like what and she goes, yes. But I kind of already knew that, but I was like, I was like ugh, whatever. And she goes, and um, Lisa is bringing a singer. <laughs> so you're, so first thing you're going to do is you're going to bring on the singer, and he's going to sing a song. Okay. okay. Then someone's going to play the saxophone. Oh, my God. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, someone's playing the saxophone. I go, this, this went from ugh to awesome. I am now so stoked that this has somehow become my family's variety show uh-huh. <laughs> that I'm already very excited. Okay. I was telling someone about it, uh, and they were laughing, and we were just talking about like different weird funeral stories. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I remember, and I don't think I've ever told this story on the show. I don't think. Have I ever told the story about Jonathan's aunt? Um, I don't think so, but let's see. So, it's funny, when I was doing a lot of stand-up, this was like one of those stories that when all the, uh, the stand-ups were getting together and just hanging out and being comedians, this is, the, this is the story that always be like requested from me to tell. So, but I don't know if I've ever done it on the show, which is my friend Jonathan um, had this aunt who had Down syndrome. Okay, the story's going to start sad. Yeah. Uh, aunt Karen. And she was actually really sweet. I met her... I several times many times right and aunt karen had down syndrome and lived with her mother jonathan's grandmother the grandmother took care of her and aunt karen was probably in her early 40s and literally whenever i saw aunt karen she was always playing either one of three things light bright or no she's doing one of two things playing light bright and or watching a movie and the movie was always either grease jaws or 13 going on 30 Oh, cute. Okay. That's all she ever, and according to Jonathan, that's all she ever did. She just watched yeah. those three movies on a loop and played Light Bright. Okay. Yeah. Well, when Jonathan's grandmother passed away, I'm not even joking. This is actually really sad. Within three months, Aunt Karen passed away. Wow. Isn't that weird when you're just so yeah. connected to somebody? Yeah. So now it's Aunt Karen's funeral, and everyone's really sad because everyone loved Aunt Karen and she was super, super sweet. And I'm sitting in the, in the, I don't know anybody, and I'm sitting in, um, I'm just sitting here at the, they have the, at the service, and the service is going on, and somebody, you know, the whoever's the minister, 
says, um, you know, Karen was very loved. And she, everyone knows Karen loved to play Light Bright. She loved to watch 13 Going on 30. She loved to watch Jaws. And she really loved to watch Grease. We're going to show a little movie from her and uh, her family made. And it's to one of her favorite songs from Grease. Right? And so the, the, the lights lower and the screen comes down. And I was actually like, ugh, this is so fucking corny. Because it's going to be a movie about her. It's going to be, obviously, if it's Grease and someone's funeral, what song is it, Mike? Uh, well, no, there's a few options. Look at me, I'm Sandra D, but the reprise, like slow. Oh, uh, but that's too short. Your, that's right. But clearly it's uh, hopelessly devoted to you. Mm, okay. I don't right? think I don't think that clearly. There's okay. options. Well, I'm sitting there thinking, ugh, here it comes. Hopelessly devoted to you, right? Lights okay. go down, screen comes down, right? All of a sudden you hear, it's Grease Lennon, <laughs> right? And it's... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I'll give me overhead lifters and four yeah. bell quads, oh yeah. And then like... That song literally says pussy wagon. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, She's a real, pussy, a wagon. real pussy wagon. And then Mike, her, it's like, Grease Lightning. Her name spins in, like one of those shitty iMovie effects, spins uh-huh. in on the screen, right? Uh-huh. And then the year of her birth and death spin in. On the screen, okay. and it's and it's it's so ridiculous that I just like start... one of them is like on a leather jacket and the other's on a pink, uh, pink ladies jacket. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> the coffin says "pussy wagon" on it. Uh, and then uh, I start laughing so hard that I have to like bow my head down and like pinch the bridge of my nose <laughs> and my shoulders are heaving up and down, right? And people must have thought I was just sobbing. People are like, oh, yeah. he's really, he's really broken up about this. And it's like, <laughs> he must know Karen from school. <laughs> he must know Karen from, from his Down syndrome school that he went to when they would sit there and make coin purses out of, uh, out of yarn. Um, yeah, so that's a but I I I feel that Manny's funeral is going to be on the level of this ridiculousness. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I hope so. Oh, it's next Thursday. Okay. Um, I've already told Richard he has to come. Right. I was is there Richard, any? Go ahead. Is there any like original material you'll be doing, or are you just introducing people? I think I'm going to tell a story about Manny, which I guess I'll share next week. There is actually, and I, I felt I kind of felt badly last. Remember, I told you there's a story I'm forgetting. Yeah. Right. And I go, I don't know what it is. As soon as we start recording, I remembered what the story was, and I'll tell it now. Actually, it's kind of a, a sweet story. It's not like a funny story. It's um. So well, well, Manny. Remember, remember the point of this was that Manny was very private. Yeah. You know. And um, so we, every the whole family was always speculating as to what was wrong with him, okay? And everyone was afraid to ask them. They weren't given any information. So everyone would just talk among themselves, but no one would ever confront Linda and Manny. Well, one of the things everyone talked about was, you know, towards the end, like the last year or two, um, like I said, another cousin is their neighbor, would tell us, like, Manny and Linda have become like hoarders. They're like oh. hoarding all this shit. Like there's just boxes and boxes of like, Linda already has a brand new washer and dryer. They have a whole brand new washer and dryer in the garage. They okay. ma- Linda has a microwave. They have a brand new microwave in the garage. They have irons. They have all, they just kept buying and buying and buying shit. Right? Yeah. And we were like, it's you like if you go to their yard, it's insane. There's just all this shit all over the place. Like quarters. They're quarters. And it's really, really weird. You go to you can't even, you can barely walk in their house. Cause there's so much stuff. Right? Yeah. So Manny passes away. And what my mom finds out is that now look, a lot of stuff was just junk. Right? Yeah. But what she finds out was the reason they had the new washer and dryer the reason they had the new iron the reason they had the new microwave because manny knew he was dying and he didn't want linda to have to worry about 
oh, am I buying the right? She would rely on him. Is, is she? Am I Aww. buying the right washer and dryer? Am I buying the right iron? Am I buying the right microwave? She relied on that. Was he was the one who would pick that stuff for her? So he right. bought all brand new stuff. So after when he was gone, she, she would have it. She would have it. Oh. So she told my mom after you know, she goes, you know, when after he's buried, I'm just gonna um get rid of the old washer and dryer and I'm gonna put all I'm gonna have all new stuff. I'm just gonna put it in. So Yeah. That was a sweet story. That was kind of weird. Cause we'd all been like talking shit on them right. <laughs> the whole time. Meanwhile, there was a, a method to their madness, Mike Lawson. That's really sweet. Um well I look forward to hearing how it goes. Yeah. Do you got any uh news stories? I have zero news stories. Um, me too. What do you got going on next week? Wait, Mike. I look at the trailer. You have two news stories in there. They're both kind of boring. Hey, can, let me let me see here. Wait, <laughs> wait. Okay, one of them I could see is one. One just says I'm just looking at what the Trello says. Yeah. Now you're saying they're boring. One just says SF to LA train. Okay, I could see you like ah, we don't need to do that now, right? Mike, yeah. chef's body found. Not a homicide, or is it? <laughs> that's boring. He kind of. It's mostly the location that's interesting. Though originally investigated as a homicide, the death of a 28-year-old San Francisco chef named Frank Galicia. Galicia. Would you He's... ever go eat at a restaurant? Another chef. Uh, his name's Galick yourself. He's, it's been reclassified as merely suspicious. So the San Francisco Police Department announced the reclassification yesterday, saying that it's still unclear how he died. Uh, at the moment, this is a quote, at the moment, it doesn't appear to be a homicide, but it doesn't appear to be a natural death either, said police spokesperson Officer Giselle Talkoff. So maybe a suicide? I don't know. So... Going down more, and I read a couple of tweets on it too. Um, th- he was found in like the stairway entrance of the mall. By the way, this area is like the m- place where I spend most of my time in San Francisco. It's very near Steve's home. Steve walks by this place on his way from work. It's right by the BART where I get on. It's like the place where I spend time in San Francisco. So, like, the picture kind of caught my eye because I know that place. Um, but it's uh, the quote that really was telling the case isn't being ins- investigated as a homicide. It may yet have been one with Officer Talkoff telling the Chronicle the investigation doesn't necessarily totally rule out homicide. So mm. it's just kind of weird. They also uh, in the kind of stairwell stairwell where they found him, their security cameras, and it, they've been covered with red spray paint. So that was one interesting thing, too. I don't know. We'll see. So it's kind of a boring story. I told you, Joey. It's not a boring story. I just don't have really much to say about it. See? I, but that doesn't mean it's a boring story. Let me so next you, time, will you trust me? Let me tell you this, though. No, because look, this is interesting, though. This is an interesting conversation. I'm at my parents' house, right? Yesterday or something. And my, dad, my dad's watching TV, right? Which, by yeah. the way, my mom has to beg my dad... To watch Stranger Things with her. She loves Stranger Things, right? Okay. But she wants him to watch it with her. He's like, I don't know, maybe. I'm, I'm, wit- I'm witnessing all of this, right? I don't know. Yeah. Meanwhile, he watches like four episodes of Chips a day. <laughs> He's like super hooked on Chips. It's weird how parents go through. My dad went through a phase. It was like, leave it to Beaver. He watched all the leave it to Beavers. Mm-hmm. And then... Now he um he does like gun smoke or Oh my dad already went he and my dad would would have a great conversation. My dad already did gun smoke. My dad already did the rifleman. I was there when he was doing oh, yeah. this one called The Real McCoys. Okay. Ugh. It sounds like our dads watch TV in the same way. Totally. Yeah. And right now he's watching so right now it's the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh uh-huh. My dad's done it. Oh yeah. And <laughs> and chips. Okay. Chips. I don't chips think my a, dad has done chips. Yeah, I think my dad's scraping the bottom of the I think he's run out of shows if he's going to chips. Yeah. The fact that it's in color, I think, is even shocking. Okay. It's so weird. There's like he has access to everything, right? They could he could watch something on Netflix, Amazon. My mom has to beg him to watch Stranger Things with her. Beg him. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I want to commit to two episodes. Let me watch <laughs> another four episodes of Chips. 
<laughs> and even right now, about the way we record, I I hesitated calling. We were supposed to talk at six thirty. I waited a couple minutes because right when I was going to call you, it was like. So anyway, that's not the point of the story. Hmm. So I go downstairs, and my dad goes, So did you see what happened in Brea? I go, no, what happened in Brea? Oh, it's happening right now, man. There's a hostage situation. I was like, what? Where? I don't know, it's on the news. So he, he goes in the news, right? Uh-huh. It's a chips episode. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, Dad, this isn't the news, it's chips. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, chips is real life? No, Dad, chips is not real life. Eric Estrada yeah. is helping a woman get a cat yeah. out of a tree. Yeah, Poncherello and John are uh, <laughs> hand gliding and stopping crime while they hand. By the way, it's a real episode I watched with them. This show is. By the way, I'm not even joking. I've already talked to Shannon. Shannon said she'll do it. And there's another friend of hers who's really funny who I get along with. We have good chemistry named Chris. Uh huh. The three of us doing a podcast where we just recap Chips episodes. Because I was talking about it. I'm all, this would be the greatest podcast ever. Because I watched one episode with my dad. Okay. They come back from, cause, okay, before the commercial, Ponch tells John, like, hey, man, what are you doing this weekend? He's like, I don't know. We should hang out. Right? They don't see enough of These two don't see enough of each other. Now they're yeah. going to hang out in the weekend. Right? Come back from commercial. They're hand gliding <laughs> on the same kite or whatever they're called. Right? Yeah. And then you see all of the cars and ships. All of a sudden, the guy's like, you know, hit and run, and he's running from somebody on the car. And then the car goes off a hill, and he tumbles out. And you just see Ponch point. It's so fake looking. You see him point, right? And uh-huh. then they they move that they, they go down in the hang glide and save the guy. Uh-huh. This show is so stupid. I'm in love with it. Anyway, okay. Then the point. So I turn on the news, and. They're like, oh, okay, we're we're here in Brea. It was two doors down from Brea's Best, Mike, at one of those hotels. Oh, yeah, okay. And then you see this robot going into the hotel, okay. right? And I'm all, what is going on? And so the whole story is, they got reports that somebody was trying to kill himself in the hotel. So the cops <laughs> knock on the window, right? And they go, hey, are you okay? Because see a guy just lying down on the bed, and he goes, go away. And they're like, no. And he goes, shoots at them, right? Cause he shoot. They didn't. Okay, if it was a black man, they would have just shot through the window and killed him, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, they run away and they call the SWAT team, and then the SWAT team brings in this robot. I was like, you know, they could have handled this so easily. They just have all these toys that they don't get to play with. They had to justify using. Yeah. So like, oh, we get to use the robot. Like, why would they just use a robot at a shitty motel? He's probably banging some hooker. I don't know. Thank you. Uh, but all is well. I yeah, he was alive. They got him. Good. Uh, what else? Any other stories you want to talk about? Joey, what do you got going on next week? Next week. Uh, well, I ha- well, no, Manny's funeral will be after we record our next episode. So this coming week, I'm going to see old friend of the show, Alex Angarita. Oh. Yeah. Cool. And um, tomorrow's my last day of work. Whoa. Are, they, yeah. are you going to have like a typical office going away? Well, they had a big office party last Friday. Remember I told you that's when the Korean food stayed there? Yeah. And I went to that, which was really awkward because, you know, I'm just like a guy who would go work in the office. I didn't even work for that company, right? Yeah. And then they were playing all these office games that I wasn't a part of. I felt so much like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer just sitting there going like, and they're, and they're like, oh, yay, we all know each other, you know? And I'm just like, oh. Just picking at the macaroni and cheese that they had there and <laughs> whatever. So, um, um, uh, besides that, I don't think I have any other. I'm seeing another friend named Jay Ellis. I'm going to see. He listens to the show. Hi, Jay Ellis. Oh, hey, Jay Ellis. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to see him, but that's those are the only plans I have right now. Cool. What about you? Um, I have a bunch of theater stuff. I got a. Uh, well, theater with air quotes around it i'm seeing a bunch of shows how about that so um i'm gonna see uh, a production of showgirls the musical oh god based on the movie with but elizabeth it's clearly making fun of the movie it's, it's not, yeah, yeah well it's drag queens it's oh, okay. mostly cast in drag queens oh so this is with like real, peaches christ i think so it's okay. real campy and 
It'll be good. Um, then I'm super excited. I got tickets. Steve's going to absolutely hate it. Mark my words. Uh, I got tickets to see Beautiful, the musical. Oh, God. John Paul just saw it and said it wasn't very good. But but it's different for you because your mom's a big Carole King fan. And I'm a fan of the Carole King music. So, like, the the music I like, the story I'm not too familiar with. So that'll be, I think, interesting to me. Mike, I have one thing to say to you. What? When you're down and lonely and you need a helping hand. I'm also um, Don't going to see me, on Saturday, the phone. I'm going to see a season eight um, show of uh, drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. Please so, don't call out my name. <laughs> all right. Nice catching up with you, Joey. <laughs> you know, Bye. wherever I am, I'll go running. I stopped recording. Oh, yeah. I stopped. I want everyone to know, because Mike stopped recording, that he's telling me right now, continuously, that he stopped recording, and to please stop singing. You've got, I'm not your friend. <laughs> Mike is still saying, please stop. I stopped recording. No, no, don't hang up. Okay, Mike just hung up. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Want to leave us a voicemail? Call our listener line at 323-475-9383. You can also friend us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at podcast and email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Mm-hmm.